0: Hello, it's Pete, Matt and Kimber. We've got Rami and Kerrod here. Hello, welcome mm. to the podcast. Good Hello. morning. This uh, our daily podcast. Before we get into the nuts and bolts of what was on today's show that goes to the radio, that goes to air to people's cars nice. and their workplace and home and stuff, you brought something else, boys. Yes. Um, Kimber, today
1: you brought a story to the table about sauce packets. <gasps> I'm horrified. What's going on? <laughs> you know, we've been talking about lot. This
2: sauce? It's a good source. You can trust the source. It is a far more reliable source than the ones you get in The New Idea Uh or, you know, the celebrity friends. Uh, I was actually astounded by this because we have talked a little bit in the last sort of 12 months about inflation and shrinkflation, Mm. and basically we're all paying bucket loads of money for a lot less quality and a lot smaller products than we normally get. But there's certain products, I think, that you can really bank inflation on and go, oh, there's a change. There's a change. now. I was balking last week at the seven dollars sixty um, packets of Red Rock deli chips. Oh yes, because seven dollars sixty for one hundred and sixty five grams. Seven dollars sixty. Seven bucks sixty for your standard packet of chips. One hundred and sixty five grams. They used to be two hundred grams when we were younger.
0: It's about fifty bucks a kilo. It's just mostly air now, isn't it? For the chips? packets. <sighs> Basically, isn't that like the? That's the price you pay for pistachios. Yeah. Well, there's a well, there's a potato shortage. I mean, the potato shortage is kind of. Affecting it, I would feel like everything's got a shortage at the moment. Though. Yeah, mm. everything's sort of going through well, its shortage. No, nah, that's have, why because these are just businesses cashing in. Have Pringles gone up? Yeah,
2: Pringles, Pringles are expensive. Well. Pringles are five bucks sixty, I think, a box, New a Yorks. pack. But this is gross. Mm. Now, when you go to any deli or um, petrol station or whatever. Uh, and you get yourself one of those Bain Marie old sausage rolls oh, no, and pies. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, well, the only thing to get rid of that dryness is to wash it down with a good sachet of sauce. Sure. Mm. Now, some places will throw in the sauce. Not many anymore. Not many. But, you know, I know you used to pay about 20 cents for a sauce sachet. Do you
0: guys? 20 cents. How much I do you remember reckon? The, I remember the 20 cent sauce yeah. sachet. So, how yeah.
2: much do you think maybe with inflation that that sachet would be
0: now? I mean, I've, I've paid 50 recently. <laughs> yeah, same. 50
3: yeah. cents. And I thought.
2: That burns. Did, what was that? did
3: that hurt? It did, but I was getting it from a bakery that has high quality produce, so it was
0: more than happy. Because, you know, like a
2: 200ml bottle of tomato sauce at the shops is about two bucks.
3: Yeah,
0: I would expect to hear as high as 80 cents for something like that. Anything above that, I'd be pissed.
2: Because in Sydney right now, they're a dollar! What? A dollar. A dollar for a sachet <laughs> of sauce. <laughs> one of those stupid little like most yeah. people L- need more than one yes, for a pie. Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to yeah. say. A yeah. dollar. You, you lose like half of it when you open it for the first cuz you can never it open it everywhere. slowly. It just goes <laughs> click and Squeeze. then half of it comes <laughs> out.
2: A dollar. Mm,
0: that's rough. that's bad inflation, isn't that's it? Rough, mate. It's just yeah. companies just digging into us say, at the moment. Say, is it like a, you know, sourcing issue or is it just purely What do you mean by a sourcing issue? Like in, mm. no, I think it's no all intended. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. It no pun. wasn't intended either. No, it really no, wasn't intended. No, no. But you but what you're what what sitting
3: on an absolute beauty <laughs> there. Not the first time that's happened either. <laughs> 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 <All
4: right. laughs>
0: anyway, I was just thinking, well, it doesn't matter anymore.
4: Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> no. Supply issues. Keep
0: listening. That's it. You know, we only talk till we get an out. All right. How it goes. And that's it. No, okay. but uh, hang around and listen to the rest of the podcast. Yeah, well, we got uh, Your Strange Allergy yep. um, is in there. Uh, we spoke to the marathon man. He's Perth bloke. A man running a marathon in, in thongs. thongs.
3: Mm. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Pete's had a Chinese feast over the weekend. Um, <laughs> speak
2: about inflation.
3: <laughs> when,
0: when the lady handing you the bag sir, says, is this for a party? <laughs> Mm. Something's going on, isn't it?
2: We heard an incredible story um, from someone who changed a family's life mm. with mm. a Nike trainer. Yeah, yes, yes. Also,
0: without that story, this podcast would only be two minutes long. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, James and I nearly <laughs> broke up over the weekend putting together a gazebo. But you didn't, which is great We didn't. News. We, we got through. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I think so. I think we probably still have to hug it out today. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Did you sleep last night cuddling? Oh, God, no. I don't cuddle anyone when I sleep. Oh, okay. (laughs) Nice.
0: I just mean, like, did you make up for it? Like,
2: okay, geez. (laughs) I'm all in love love with that relationship, right? Really, do you cuddle touching your partner? I need, I got the biggest bed we could possibly mm, get so that I don't have to touch
0: anyone. If it's hot, no one can touch me. But if it's not hot, I'll cuddle. Oh. Aww. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a cuddler, guy. You
3: are a cuddler, yeah. aren't you? Carrot mm. knows. And, and uh, uh, of course, uh, New Zealand has a new Prime Minister, <laughs> yeah. so we thought oh. we'd pay tribute to Chris Hipkins. It was the best
2: way to get to know Chris Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, here, have a podcast. Pete, Madden, Kimber. Now, I was uh,
3: making uh, a dinner. Uh, we had a dinner party over the, over the holidays. Yep. And I made a curry and... Uh, And I plonked it on the table, and and that was only then. They they, they were friends, people we know quite well. Uh, And I sort of plonked it on the table and went, oh, I guess I probably should have asked if anyone's, you know, allergic to anything, ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. And someone said, oh, are there any lentils in it? And I went, no, there's not. And they went, oh, good, because if I have lentils, I'll die.
1: Allergic to lentils? (laughs) I
0: said, that's a first. You're
1: allergic
0: to pulses?
1: A million households every day. Pick up a tin beans and say, beans, beans,
3: beans, Now, I know there are wow. some kids out there and no doubt some adults with some serious allergies, but I've got to say I'd never heard of someone being that allergic to pulses. No, I've but not heard of that. Particularly lentils. And last time he ate lentils, he ended up in in emergency. Wow! Yeah, there's probably that's some wild. people that
2: wish they were allergic
3: to lentils. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> They're like, nuts. oh, I can't have
2: lentils. Shown. Yeah,
3: and it really it threw me.
2: I I'd get you know of all of the things
3: that we hear that people are allergic to. Yeah, I but just there didn't...
2: are some really strange ones, oh, aren't yeah? there? Where yeah. there sometimes you hear allergies and you're like, how how can that be a thing? Or how are you even coping? How are you coping? Because there's some that you go, well, that's in everything. I don't yeah. know how you're avoiding that.
3: Yes. I know I'm allergic to hard work.
2: <laughs> That's for sure. You, re- you come up in hives, actually. Yeah, I, like, do, oh, do I, I do. I end <laughs> up in emergency. am <laughs> allergic to passion fruit. That are seems, you? Yeah, that gives me an instant asthma attack.
0: Instant um, asthma attack if you cop a passion fruit?
2: Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm allergic to shellfish, which will create a big old rash and stuff. But yeah. like passion fruit is the weird one because it's one of those, like sometimes it's in the odd breakfast juice or something you have when you're out of yeah, the cafe sure. and suddenly I can't breathe. Uh, isn't your James allergic to caffeine? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, he's yeah. allergic to caffeine. He has very bad reactions to caffeine.
0: Oh, that's God, no. Yeah. That sounds
3: like, terrible. That's
2: terrible. Yeah. Uh, have you got a strange, uh, what is it? What allergy. 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 Yeah. You know, the worst thing is lots of people aren't believed. You tell them that you've got an allergy or you can't have something because it makes you sick and everyone's like, oh, God. Well, as that's if it's like, as if they're making it up. And you're like, I'm not doing it for fun. I'm not doing it to impress no, you. I'm no. just like, you know, I can't eat that thing.
3: And that's what I guess why the lentils thing was because lentils just seem so benign yeah, as a vegetable. Really like, no, like no, <laughs> no one could be hurt by a lentil, surely. <laughs> Katie is in Ellenbrook. Good morning, Katie. What do
5: you got for us? Um, my daughter's friend is actually allergic to red apples. Okay. Ah, but not
3: okay. the green
2: ones.
5: Not the green ones, but severely allergic to red apples and somewhat allergic to strawberries. But yeah, red apples send her to hospital. It is is a funny
2: thing because, you know, like red onion makes me really sick, but I can eat every other onion without any problems. But red onion makes me really unwell. Yeah, right. It's a strange thing. I don't know why different
0: colours of foods are different.
3: I wonder if whatever turns apples red is the same thing that turns strawberries red, and that's what mm. anyway. Anyway, I don't
0: know. Uh, Tiffany in Rockingham, tell us about your ten-year-old son. What's going on there?
5: Uh, my ten-year-old son has asthma, and he's allergic to Ventolin. No,
3: oh,
0: oh god, <laughs> Tiffany.
5: Yeah, if he has an asthma attack, it's straight to hospital.
0: Oh, darling. oh my goodness. That's tough. So how do you how do you deal with that, Tiffany?
5: Uh, basically, it's a risk. First benefits, yeah. I have to weigh up the option as to whether I give him Ventolin or not. But either way, we go straight to hospital.
2: Oh, my God. Do the hospital even have an alternative? I've been asthmatic my whole life. I can't think of anything that they've given me that's not Ventolin.
5: There are alternatives. I'm a nurse in ED, so okay. I've, I have that's seen the thing. alternatives.
0: Mm.
5: But you can't actually buy them yourself.
0: Right. Well, there you go. Okay. Wow. Uh, oh, no. That's frightening. Phyllis, good morning, Phyllis. What are you allergic to, Phyllis?
5: Good morning. Um, I actually I get a reaction for when the temperature suddenly drops. I actually get an asthma-like reaction when temperature really drops.
2: Is, that, oh, is this like storm yes. asthma? I
5: get, like, um, first time I had it was in Victoria when I was yeah. in the Army and um, I started coughing because the temperature dropped and I was coughing and, so I ran out of air and I was still going through the motions of coughing and I couldn't breathe. There's no air in my lungs. There's no sound coming out.
2: Wow. Wow. Because years ago, like a handful of years ago, there was a big storm in Melbourne and they were reporting that all these people got storm asthma. And I was like, I don't even know what they were talking about. And then found out it was a thing. It's actually like quite, like a lot of people do get it. But that's amazing. And does
0: it have to happen like really quick? Like, for example, 32 on Thursday to a 25 degree day on Friday. Is that enough of a drop in time or does it have to happen real quick? No,
5: it's actually a quick time. Like, it's actually some drop in it. Like, I first time, I only thought about it the other night because the first time I had it in years. This is going to sound stupid,
0: but can you go in a cool room?
5: Yeah, I can. But what I, like, I used to sit there and, um, like, I'd be out somewhere. I said, it's starting to drop, temperature's starting to drop. And everyone going, oh, you're stupid, you know? (laughs) And because uh, I could feel it in my breathing. Yes. Yeah. And also people going, it's getting cold.
2: I go, I told you. <laughs> well,
3: that's why you moved to Perth because it never changes. <laughs> the weather very rarely changes. Goodness me! Amazing. Yeah.
2: The weekend's a lovely time to do beautiful
0: things, isn't it? Like yeah. what? And appreciate the cooler weather. Like what?
2: Like yesterday, where mm. I think you said it was forty, forty-one in Gooseberry Hill,
0: forty-one in Gooseberry Hill, yeah, uh, and forty point six at the airport. airport yes. Yes. Would yeah. you
2: have said that yesterday was the perfect day to spend from nine a.m. till seven p.m. building a gazebo in the backyard?
3: No, no I wouldn't really? have thought so. No, no,
2: I did thought it was a wonderful uh-huh. idea. Yep. Wonderful. And what gave you that impression? Um because we simply don't have any other time to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? We we needed this semi-permanent gazebo and it was one of those jobbies from Bunnings that like, you know, it requires a fair bit of patience and a lot of effort and a lot of allen keys and and such. Mm-hmm. And it was not a small construction. It was quite a big project and I've been trying to do it for a while and my partner James and I are both just well aware that you can't just, you know, it has to be done. Even if the weather is bad, it's going to take all day because yes. then we will have shade for the rest of summer. Oh, right?
4: That's yes. right?
2: Yes. We don't right now, but we will have. Mm. So did looked at some reviews online and we thought, let's equip ourselves. And everyone said, look, this is a most of the day project kind of thing and it needs four people. So James and I thought, brilliant. Let's do this on our own. <laughs> um, so like all good couples in relationships, everything starts fine, but then it starts to sound a bit more like this.
0: How could you? What
4: is uh, happening? What, what did I do?
2: Are you serious? No, I'm not. I'm not doing this again. You tell me what you did.
4: Uh,
2: uh, no, Phil. No, 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 no. No, Claire, I'm going to get some air. Claire. No, don't follow me. We walked away from the project more than once. Mm. More than once, there was both of us had had a meltdown where it was like, I'm just going inside. I'm going to go get some water and I'll be back. I was just getting water. We were irritated with Mm. each other. The job was annoying. It was exceptionally hot. And you can't help it because we both knew we didn't want to do the job. We both knew it was rubbish. We both knew we wanted other people, but it's not like I could call Matt and go, Matt. You live nearby. Want to come and help me put up a gazebo?
3: I would have been there in a flash. <laughs> you know. But I have to say,
2: what's happened
3: with all these things that, you know, no.
2: the, the whole
3: point of things that get put up with Allen keys is that they're not supposed to take all day.
2: Oh, yeah. Now, this is the thing. Do you think any of the holes lined up uh, or if any of the screws had the correct threads on them or actually functioned so the way the nut and bolt should? the whole
0: time. We were tested yeah. the
2: whole time. Yeah,
0: but what I love the most about this is that on Friday? Yeah. <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> now, people don't know this. I'm telling you now. On <laughs> James Friday, <doesn't> know this. <laughs> right, you were going, I'm not looking forward to no, playing this because he No, you were setting Emo. him up to right, fail. I know, go, it's not going to be a good do. day. I
2: know yeah. that, that he, he doesn't shine day. in these circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know that I was setting up for failure, but mm. I don't have another choice because I don't have anyone else on hand who wants mm. to do this thing with me, and mm. I knew it had to be done. Mm-hmm. Like So I get that I set him up for failure. I understand. <laughs> But I wanna know what project you set your partner up fact, yeah. <laughs> uh, What project made you and your spouse fight? Yeah,
0: yeah. We got Karen in Duncraig. What was it? Hello, Karen.
2: Hello. Hi, Sorry. Hello. What happened, Hello. Karen? <laughs> um it was a IKEA bookshelf. Oh. Um, you know the big square one with five squares by the five cube. squares? Yes, the Kallax. Yes. Everybody's got a Kallax yeah. at home. Yeah.
5: Yes. That's it. We call it the bookcase from hell.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Karen, how did it all go wrong?
5: Well, you know, it lies down as you put it together and, you know, you you push, you, you hammer in one side and as you're hammering one side in and you go along and you go along and you start hammering the other side and the other side starts to lift up. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, you hold that one side down, and well, I hold it this side down, and it just wasn't working. Aww. But it's up now, so Karen, it's fine.
2: What <laughs> happens where it goes from we hate this product? Like, no kidding, James hated this gazebo because <laughs> he was like, they've just built it badly. This is a problem. Yeah, what yep. goes from hating the product yep. to it turning on your partner?
5: Oh, I think it's just you know, you hold that. No, you hold it this way. No, yeah. you hold it that way. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> you're not carrying it right. You're not. Yeah. We all just yep. need to
3: learn to collapse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait, wait a
2: minute. Hang on. I've got no. no There's I'll no give, ding. No, I'll give you a ding. There you go. I'll give you a ding. Candace, Fiara Waters, what project made you and your spouse fight?
5: An eight by ten foot trampoline, and on the same day, a deluxe monkey bar set. Oh,
3: <laughs> set yourself on a up for failure. Summer's day. Oh,
2: God. Oh, Candace, where does what it all was- go wrong? What happened? <laughs>
5: Well, the worst that I didn't realize till later, my husband was becoming so flustered working with me, he was sending me to the garage to get tools that didn't exist <laughs> that he needed, and then later telling me, Oh, I must have lent that to a friend. Oh, but just he's to get quite rid a patient of you. man, he was done with me, done working with me. Send me to the garage to get something that doesn't exist, and he can do it on his own. Then <laughs> he just needs me to hold stuff and hold poles. And- Candace,
0: I need you to go and get yeah. me a left handed Allen key. Yes, I so <laughs> don't uh, exist.
5: Yeah, or the, get the green spanner. Okay, yep, I'm in there for 10 minutes. I can't find the green spanner. Oh, I must have lent it. I mean, do
2: you know and what? Then, it's not a bad idea because if it stops you fighting and it keeps you out of the way, not terrible, is no, it?
0: it's a strategy. I thought I was
5: being very helpful. Yeah. Certainly not.
0: <laughs> the kids enjoy it, Candice, though. They've got themselves a trampoline and a monkey bar set.
5: Oh, the funniest videos for the last two years when we, the kids are, you know, screaming on there and laughing, and my husband and I just shoot each other a look that says that just about broke our man.
0: <laughs> Sell so, stories back. Gosh. Oh! Tell so us your story. Tell so us your story. Just your
2: clickbaity headline, yep. and then tell us the story behind it.
0: This is what up to what you get up to over the weekend, or uh-huh. maybe something interesting is happening in your life. But we don't need to hear the story. What we need to hear first is the headline. Okay. And then we're going to hear the different headlines, and we're going to pick the one that makes us go, "Ooh, I want to know a little bit more about that." And so, for it...
3: example, man almost overdoses on scotch finger biscuit.
0: Oh S- yeah. Yes, yes. S- S-
3: S- yes. S- yeah. yes. S- And then we mine. go
2: Oh wonder what happened there yeah. oh, Wonder what happened there And it could be anything Because we do know Clickbaiting And newspaper stories They come up with a headline That they think Is going to pull you in Yes like, like rather than Just saying like On the newspaper On the weekend They could have said Juicy Fest Ran out of water but instead, I would have preferred to have read the read the headline. Panic at the Disco, oh,
0: oh Murder on the Dance Floor. Yeah,
2: wow. so if you've gone for something like that, you are like, I am probably going to want that story. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Now, if you've got a great story to tell and you can't quite think of a headline, sometimes the headline is the hard one. Well, we've got a couple of amazing, magical producers called Producer Romeo Producer Carrot. They'll give you a little hand if you need. Yeah.
2: Didn't even have to happen over the weekend. You no. we can just sell us your story.
0: That's the point, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, the person whose headline gets picked will then have to tell their story. And they will get 100 bucks to spend with Jimmy Brings, who delivers wine, beer, and spirits in minutes. Good on you, Jimmy. Download the Jimmy Brings app today. So, it's sell us your story. Give us a call if you've got a great story. We just need the headline to begin with, and we're going to pick our favourite one and hear the rest. Okay. Right. David in Caramar, what's your headline? Nike
1: trainers change
0: the family's life. Okay. Ooh. Nike Not trainers. power of a shoe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kristen in Darling Downs, what's your headline? What's in the napkin? Oh.
2: Ooh. Oof. Nike Good. trainers change a family's life, or what's in the napkin? Oh my goodness. Are you guys swaying in a direction? I think I'm going with what's in the napkin.
3: Oh, yeah. Are you? Are mm. you? I'm going to go with the Nike trainers, I think.
0: Yeah, oh, it's up to me. Oh, well, it's on you. family. It's new, buddy. I oh, know. Yeah, no, you're right. Changed a family. It changed a family's life. I mean, what possibly can be in a
3: napkin that we want to hear about at this time of the morning? do I So <hear>. many
4: things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, all right. We'll go with what changed a family's life. Hey, David, knife life. Hey David.
1: Hi. All right, go Hello. on, mate. We've
2: clicked on your story. You sucked us in. We're here.
1: Okay. So many years ago, 40 years ago, my wife and I, when we were mere or 20, we were in Kenya on safari, and we went into the local bank to change some money with traveller's checks. A bank manager accosted me. He looked like Idi Amin. He was quite terrifying, to be honest, mm. and wanted to buy my Nike trainers for his son because they were quite yeah. a thing in those days. Um, I wouldn't sell them to him. I needed them for my holiday. And then just before we left to come back to the UK, the um, day before we were coming home, there was a, a thing at the reception to say I was summoned to reception. And there was the bank manager with his son sitting in the reception of the hotel. Uh, and I panicked and had to go and get my Nike trainers, which were now filthy. Uh-huh. So I got them, gave them to him. He gave them to his son. And then his son put them on and paraded up and down. And by this time, there's a, a crowd of people now watching us. And I was very embarrassed. <laughs> um, He then wanted to give me some um, statues as a a gift, which I didn't need because we'd already bought loads of things to carry home. Uh So he reversed the trunk of his car up to reception and had all these massive African carvings, which were ridiculous. So I said, oh, no. And then one of the crowds, one of the waiters said, you have to take something. It's the bank manager. And they were obviously quite scared of him. So he started then unloading everything in the reception, these enormous carved heads. Uh, Rhinos, um, elephants, statues, everywhere. And I was panicking as to what I would do with all of this. So one of the people in the crowd we noticed was the little man that had the shop in the hotel. And the little shop was a typical holiday shop, nothing in it, uh, just a few bits and pieces. So we tried to get him to take it. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of persuasion. So he said, yes, he would take it. So we put it in his shop that night we spent with his family. Big thank you, all this sort of thing and he slept in the shop for weeks evidently after that we left kenya went back to england went back to kenya many years later for a holiday and he was still there and his wife and family had a big party for us because it was our anniversary consequently years later we get a we get a letter arrive at our house in the uk from one of the children to let us know what had happened to his family and in the letter it tells us that because of the statues and what we'd given the family, his father could afford to put his children through school, high school, university, and this letter had come from America, where this this young son, who was now a doctor, his brother was now a lawyer, and his sister lived in London and worked for the BBC, and he said that was thank you for all the statues... So just father Mr. Sal, just your from
0: a pair of Nikes. <laughs> My yeah. goodness, David! Great story, David. That Great was incredible. Story. I'm glad we clicked on that. <clears throat> yeah, mm. that was a ripper nice story, or a podcast podcasted a story, but yeah, far out. Yeah. That was an absolute ripper. Wow! So there you go. That's how sales story works. I cool. like it. I um, like and it. David's got himself 100 bucks to spend with Jimmy Brinks, who delivers wine, beer, and spirits in minutes. Download the Jimmy Brinks app today. Uh, there's a bloke by the name of Sam Henson Thompson, and he's currently training for his marathon, 42.2 kilometers, but. In thongs, guys, in Mad. thongs. Madness. <laughs> He's the marathon man and he joins us now. Good morning to you, Sammy. How you going, guys?
2: Oh, Sam, just the idea of running in thongs makes my ankles hurt. Have you had specialists reaching out to you going, hey, try this nice sneaker or a good orthotic?
6: Yeah, look, I've had a lot of people um, kind of talking to me about you know all the bad sides and and whatnot about running in thongs, obviously they're not the best support. No. Um, I even had one of my mates who's a physio, um, she said, you know, as a physio, um, I don't want to see you do this, but as a friend, I'd love to see you do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, I mean, Sam, you and I are, are brothers because a lot of people will tell you they wear thongs, but I wear thongs. I I very rarely put on shoes, and I've yep. noticed that even just walking sort of to the post office that I'm starting to get sharp pains in me calves, <laughs> and I think it's because of how little, to, how much time I'm spending in thongs
6: yeah I think it's one of those things you just have to be used to it. Um, I mean' I, I'm, I'm barefoot a lot. Yes. Um, I'm pretty lucky that with with my work that I do. I don't have to wear shoes or anything and I'm down on the beach. Uh-huh. Um, so my hopefully my feet are a little bit stronger. Um, but yeah, you know running in thongs, no one's used to that. You just gotta slip them on and see how you go. And this all came
0: from you just not like being able to find your shoes, right? Because uh, for most people, it would be, oh, I can't find my shoes. Well, oh, well. Can't won't go, go for, for a run. Won't go. Yeah. <clears throat> but you're like, no, I'm going to throw my thongs on and go instead.
6: Is that how it happened? Yeah. So basically, um, I'm not a runner. I don't run at all. Um, and I, I just had dinner and I had a bit of energy. And I, I thought, you know, let's go for a run. And I, I couldn't find any good um, good shoes to wear. So I slipped my thongs on and, you know, went and um, pumped out 10 k.
2: I mean, you're a man I can't understand, Sam. First you say, I had dinner and so I had energy yes, and quite, wanted to go for yes, a run. Yes. Like all of these things I can't relate to. But let's talk about your incredible coordination. Walking in thongs is dangerous as it is uh, just because we trip over them. Running, have you ever had any injuries? Because, like, I think it's incredible you can run in thongs.
6: Um, No, no injuries yet. Great. Um, You know, we'll see how we go. Um, But, you know, you curl those toes and you... You stop that thing from flapping up the back and uh, you go, all right.
3: <laughs> he's like, 24. Wait, I let's let's that... talk to Sam when he's 52. I, I
2: nearly tripped on my thongs in the house like two days ago. Just didn't quite, you know, the, the, it flipped under my foot. It's easy to do.
3: Oh, mate, you're raising money for PCH, which of course we're not going to, you know, we want you to do that. And But I think maybe I might need to go and do some training with Sam at some you point. Yeah. Well, I do because clearly my thong technique is not working because mm. I'm, I'm getting pains.
2: Sam, do you think if we sent maddie along because he's and we mean he's proper thong committed like the guy in winter wears thongs with socks i do
3: yeah i'm not <laughs> joking it,
2: like proper winter socks with thongs so if we were to send maddie along for a short training session with you or like running along the beach interviewing you do you think he could keep up
6: oh 100 it's all in the mind you know okay you just yeah it's all in the mind i mean yeah, just I'll put the pace down and you just got to hold on. <laughs> you, you got my back, Sam. You got my back. I got yeah. Oh, I got buddy.
0: Yeah. Hey, Sammy, just before we let you go really quickly, as Maddie mentioned, raising money for PCH. Uh, if people want yep. to get involved and help out, where can they go to drop a few coins your way, mate?
6: Um, if you just search up thongs to stay strong on the internet, uh, the GoFundMe will pop up. Um, but, yeah, it's all for Perth Children's Hospital and people who need it. On you, buddy. Good on you, mate. Uh, good awesome. stuff,
0: mate. Uh, and good luck for the marathon on February 24. We'll check in with you
6: again. Cool. Thanks, sir. See awesome. you, mate. guys.
2: Sam, we didn't even check. Out, what's your preferred brand of thong?
6: Oh, preferred brand. Um, I don't really have one. I just like the wide flare retros, you know, just oh, yeah. wide. Yeah, wide. good, um, man. Yeah, nice wide thick trends. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't roll your ankle or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's uh, Sam Henson-Thompson, otherwise known as the Marathon Man. Awesome. You can uh, follow him on Instagram as well, at Biggie Schmules. Pete, Madden and Kimber. Um, You're the rabbit? I believe you have the rabbit. Yeah, uh, happy Chinese New Year. Yeah, too I mean, right. It has uh, just passed us, actually, as we rain in the Chinese New Year.
6: Why did you do this? The pop in the car. Some cups. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal, a succulent Chinese meal. And that's
0: exactly what I felt like <laughs> uh, on Friday night, yeah. eating a succulent Chinese meal. I like a bit of Chinese. Me too. Oh, and you know, you know which people I do not understand. Uh. the people who call a Chinese restaurant and order just a fried rice. I don't understand it. I don't get it. When you order Chinese food and you have a Chinese dinner, yes, you got to have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, a little bit of everything. Absolutely. And Mum and Dad were coming over, so I'm the fried rice person. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I make no apology. I Stand right oh by god, that. I'm that person. Just a fried rice. What are you doing? I don't like Chinese food. What a what? Carry
2: on. <gasps> oh my oh god.
0: My carry on. Well, you look at yeah, white bread. Yeah. 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 Uh, now um. Mum and Dad were coming over on Friday night, and I had a good Chinese meal in a little while, so we decided to call our local and put in an order. Why did you do this? And like Chinese. shall we go through the... Do you want to hear me order? Yes, please. So it was okay. me, my wife. Um, the kids don't eat. I, don't know, I have a, a little bit of fried rice. Yes, yes. Here. Sweet and sour pork. Black um, bean sauce. And it was so just keep in mind, it was just me, Liz, Mum and Dad. And we had a chilli beef. Yeah. We had a beef brisket clay pot. Yeah. Special fried rice. Stir fry Highland because you have got to have veggies. Singapore fried vermicelli. I'll have a half duck. I'll have a chicken cashew nut. Oh. Okay. I'll have a honey prawn. Oh,
2: we're getting a little bit carried away. And
0: I'll have salt and pepper squid. Oh, Thank nice. You very much nice. Very nice. Round it out. And, and uh, quite
2: a bit for the four of you.
3: It is quite a bit. A little
2: but bit. Got
0: carried
3: away. best thing, of course, about Chinese, goes well, in the fridge. Absolutely. Zap it
0: up later on. And I did eat Chinese food for three days straight. Perfect. But the best part Perfect. was <laughs> the best part was rocking up to the place to go and pick up the order. She's so, uh, like, it'll be 15, 20 minutes, come and grab it. And, yeah, fantastic. Rock up, walk in. And I walk in to uh, pull me wallet out and go on pay. page. She goes, that'll be well, $196. Okay, f- that's quite a bit of Chinese. But anyway, Whatever. And then it was. I realised just how far I'd gone when she lifted up a bag and yeah. went, here you go. And it was go. straining. <laughs> yeah. and yes. I it just, in one bag? Well, I went, thank you very much, and went to take the bag. She goes, no, 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 hang on a sec. <laughs> There's the other bag. Yes. <laughs> and then she looks at me and she goes, oh, wow, you're having a big party tonight. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> no. Did they throw in prawn crackers? No, they didn't. What? I was no, really prawn, crackers? prawn crackers.
4: you got to oh, get prawn on. crackers gratis no, le-
0: after an order like that. Legit. And I stood there for about 15, 20 seconds, just sort of looking around. I did survey the place to see if there were any bags Bing, of prawn crackers. she's for forgotten me. the crackers. Yeah, I know. You just pay $196 at a Chinese restaurant for takeaway. You expect a bag of Prog Crackers, you do. don't you? You said yeah.
3: earlier this morning that you'd spent that much money, but you hadn't yet told us what you'd ordered. Actually, yeah. that's a good value.
4: <laughs>
3: of course, last week, uh, p- people were surprised to see that uh, Jacinta Ardern, who uh, I don't know what uh, politics is like within New Zealand itself, but certainly from the outside, she seemed like a, a rock star kind of leader, uh, but obviously it's a pr- high-pressure job, and so she said she's, she's standing down. And I woke up on Sunday morning to see the headline, just the headline. I hadn't heard anyone speak of the name of the new uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand or the, the Prime Minister-elect. And it's uh, just by reading it I started laughing <laughs> because <laughs> you know how much I love a Kiwi accent. You love it. And his name is Made. To be spoken in a Kiwi accent, Chris Hipkins. Oh, stop it!
4: <laughs> no, Chris
3: Hipkins. H i p k i n s. Wonderful, Chris Hipkins. But you know, we so obviously they're our closest neighbour. So I thought it was important that we we got to know uh, Chris Hipkins. <laughs> is a chance for you across the ditch to get to know the next Prime Minister of New Zealand, Chris Hopkins Chris was born in the Hutt Valley just near Wellington on the 5th of September <laughs> 1978 which makes him a Virgo which logical, hardworking, but as his mum Rosemary will attest, as a Virgo it can make Chris a little stubborn he went on to be head boy at Pantone College and was student president at Victoria University so Chris has always had been really interested in politics and I guess it shows that Chris has always been a little bit ambitious. He's been on the parliament since 2008 as a member for Remataka and he's gained a reputation for being a bit of a foxer in parliament. He was married in 2020, but unfortunately, him and his wife have since separated. But they do have two fabulous kids. Chris Hopkins is known to love sausage rolls and Diet Coke, and we wish him well as the 41st Prime Minister of New Zealand. So yeah, get to know him. Good good luck to you, Chris.
2: I love that accent so much.